Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Thoughtful Thursday. Thank you to everyone who sent in answers to yesterday's question. Just to recap the question, Moshe Rabbeinu is told in this week's parsha by God how to build the menorah. God goes through all the details and intricacies that it had, the amount of cups and knobs and flowers per branch of the menorah for the stem, how much space between each knob, each cup, each flower, etc., it was so complicated. Also, it had to be built out of one solid piece of gold. Moshe couldn't screw or weld it together, and it was so complicated that Moshe told God, I can't pull this off. I tried. I can't do it. And eventually God said, okay, Moshe, take the correct amount of gold, throw it into the fire, and out will come the fully formed menorah. And Moshe did so, and that's what happened. So the question was, if the way that Moshe was going to build this menorah was by merely throwing the gold into the fire, why did God have to give him all the details about the intricacies, about the flowers and the knobs, and how tall and short it should be? Tell Moshe, take this weight, this amount of gold, throw it into the fire, and a menorah comes out. How come God had to go through all the details that were needed to build the menorah? Again, thank you to everybody who sent in answers. Shout out to Jack Silverman and Yaakov Strachman, who gave similar answers that maybe, maybe that's right, Moshe didn't need it, but God told Moshe in order that for the rest of history, we'll know the way that a menorah is supposed to be built. But I want to share with you the answer that was given by Rabbi Yehuda Ayelib Alter, the second Gerarebi in his commentary on the Torah called Svas Ms. And Rabbi Alter says that we have a misconception sometimes that for physical accomplishments, materialistic accomplishments, our livelihood, our health, etc., for those things, we have to have a plan. The way God set up the world is, yes, of course, we pray, and we know that's all in God's hands, but we have to have plan, we have to have goals, we have to have a system of getting to the goal that we desire. That is how God set up the world, that even though we know it comes from God, we still have to put in the effort, and we f- and we put in the effort. You know, we, we figure out we have to support our family. How are we going to do that? Do we need to go to college to get a degree to do that? Can we do it without that? Our children's health, we have to find the right doctor, we'll spend time finding the right doctor, physical checkups, etc., we're used to doing that in regards to physical concerns that we have. But when we get to spiritual concerns, you sometimes think, we just dive in and we got it. It's a spiritual thing anyways. So there's no goals that have to be set necessarily. There's no effort that we have to put in. We dive in for it. We pray to God. God, I want to live a spiritual life. Please help me live a spiritual life. God, I want to learn a lot of Torah. Help me learn a lot of Torah. God, I want to... Do a lot of mitzvahs? Help me do a lot of mitzvahs. We think that it's so spiritual, it doesn't have any physical response or any way of getting there sometimes. And he says it's a mistake. If we're asking God for something, we have to know what we're asking God for. We can't tell God, God, I want to be a super great spiritual person. Please help me become that. Unless we know what a super great spiritual person is. We can't ask God, God, help me learn a lot of Torah, unless we know what does it mean a lot of Torah. Does a lot of Torah mean Talmud? Does it mean Jewish law? Does it mean the laws of Lashon Hara? Does it mean Perkyavos? If we're asking God for something, physical or spiritual, we have to have a vision in our mind of how to get it. 
Even in spiritual desires, we have to have goals and benchmarks and processes and plans in how we're going to get there. We can't just say, pray to God, I take care of it, God will do it. Of course, ultimately, like everything else, we know it's up to God, but we have to put in the effort also just as much as we put it with our physical lives in not just the effort, but the goal setting, the benchmark, a vision of what the final product is going to be. If Moshe didn't have a vision of what the menorah was going to look like, then throwing it into the fire would not, have any, would not have had any effect. Moshe had to know what it should look like. He had to know all the details, all the intricacies, and know I'm throwing this into the fire so that what will come out will be a fully valid menorah the way God wants it, the rules, the details that God told me it should be. If he wouldn't have known that, it would have come out as just a glob of gold, just like he stuck in there. So I think the lesson is, number one, like I said, that when we're dealing with spiritual growth or personal growth of any sort, we have to have a real plan of how we, how we want to get there. We want to increase Torah learning in our day. We want to become bigger Torah scholars, add a bit more Torah to our day-to-day life. We can't just ask God to help us do it. We have to decide, okay, where am I going to fit this in? What's my daily schedule? How is my daily schedule going to change so I can add in an extra 20, 30 minutes of Torah study? What will that Torah study be? Is it going to be just Talmud? Is it going to be ethics, Musr? Is it going to be Jewish law? What is it going to be? We have to have real plans with clear benchmarks of our personal and spiritual growth. But I think also with the physical needs that we have, I know with myself, sometimes I'll get to the blessing of Shemona Esrei, where we ask, the paragraph where we ask God for health and to heal us, heal people that we're praying for, or Fe'inu. And I'll be thinking about a certain person, I'll have forgotten their name. In Judaism, when we pray for somebody that's sick, we use their name and their mother's name. So-and-so, the son or daughter of so-and-so. And I'll have forgotten their name, and I'll sometimes think, okay, what's the big deal? You know, God knows who has to get better. I'll just pray, God, please help everyone get better. But no, what this fast Emes is telling us, the way that God set up the spiritual world is if we want that prayer to be, of course, God could do whatever he wants, and God might listen anyways. But the system God set up for prayer, for for anything, the way his blessing comes down to this world, is that we have to know what we want. We have to have a vision of what we want. So if I'm asking God to heal such and such person, of course, if I don't know their name, I could pray without saying their name. But it's a much stronger, much more powerful prayer if I know if I know their name and their, and their mother's name. If I know what the illness is and I come to God and I say to God, God, please heal this person from this sickness in this way. They have this disease, that issue. They have a doctor's. I know they're, they're going for a lab test tomorrow. Please allow those lab tests to come back with the outcome that we want so that this issue is solved. The more specific, the more detailed our prayer is, the more powerful the prayer is. And this is true, whether it's a prayer for spiritual growth, for personal growth, for physical things that we need. The more specific, the more detailed the vision that we have of what we're asking for is, the greater chances we have of our prayer being accepted and getting back a yes from God.